Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. I interviewed for a faculty position and I didn't get it. I made it down to the final two and they picked someone else. They picked the other guy. And yes, I was really disappointed. I miss being in the classroom. I love working with grad students. I love helping people explore their intellectual curiosity. So I was disappointed, but enough about that. I want to talk about the interview experience and the mistakes that I made. We all know, everybody knows that most candidates can do the job if they made it to the final round of interviews. Well, at least we think so. So I wasn't a unicorn just because I could do the job. I wasn't exceptional just because I researched the university, Googled everybody on the search committee, and had a sense of the mission of the institution. Nope. None of that made me outstanding, and that's where I'm headed. I don't think that I did a great job conveying my passion for teaching and learning. The search committee members were very serious. They were almost dour. And I think I picked up on that serious energy and didn't let my own excitement and interest surface enough. I never let my exuberance and natural energy really come through. I think I focused too much on my writing and my research interests. Those things are important, but if the truth be told, they are not my passion. My passion is in teaching and learning. And I don't know that I ever said that directly in the interview. I never told them how much I grow from my interactions with students and with other faculty. Now, here's another area where I missed the mark. When they asked me about contributions I wanted to make to the university, I did not have a focused, well-thought-out answer. I went off on a tangent about contributions I make um, to my consulting client, and I think I should have planned and prepared for that question. What would I do for them? So as I processed the experience and continue to process it, I think they probably thought I'm a consultant first and I'd be happy with a side gig as a professor, but nothing could be further from the truth. When I'm on faculty, I am deeply committed. I mean, I take this stuff seriously. Um, I take it as seriously as I take my consulting work, but I didn't do a real good job conveying that. And in part, it's because I didn't prepare well for that question. And had I prepared for that question about contributions, I would have been able to provide more details on all sorts of stuff. I could have shared past contributions. I could have asked about the opportunities that exist to contribute, but I missed the mark totally on that question. Oh, and, and while we're talking about questions, I asked a lot of questions about the larger organization, about the university and the university system. I asked about the mission of the university, about how they make their values come to life, about what they do to ensure student success. And I wanted to know about that because so many people start doctoral studies and never finish. So I can tell you where I messed up here. I didn't ask enough questions about the department that I would have been a part of. 
I was really concerned about the big picture. It would have been better for me to balance my questions. It would have been better to show more interest in the work that's going on in that specific department. And I could kick myself because I know someone who's been a visiting professor there, and I never called her to get the inside scoop to inform my questions. And that was so silly. That was such a major misstep. I'm not rehashing my mistakes just to make you feel sorry for me or to beat up on myself. I'm sharing because I think we have as much to learn from other people's failures as we do from their successes. If I could do it over again, in addition to the stuff I already mentioned, I'd be sure that I provided more concrete answers about who and how I am as a professor. I think that would have helped. I also probably would have stressed the fact that I have a lot of intellectual curiosity and want to be plugged into a department where we work together to ensure student success. I absolutely would not have turned down my inner Joanne if I could do it over again. Even though they were serious and somber, I should have just been true to myself. I should have laughed and brought my sense of humor to the interview. Just because they were in inquisition mode didn't mean I had to join them. So now, when you're preparing for your next interview, remember my mistakes. Also consider this. Consider shining the light on these six things. One, your concrete technical skills. That is the basic foundation. Two, your commitment to learning and growth. They need to know that you're not stuck and that you're looking for new insights. Three, your approach to major dilemmas facing your industry. Let them know you're a thinker and a problem solver. Number four is your smarts. And I'm talking about your ability to think critically and to strategize. Number five, your leadership. Even if it's not a formal leadership position, make sure they know that you take initiative, that you can advocate effectively, and that you have sound judgment. And number six, your collaborative competencies. Let them know that you listen, that you pitch in, that you seek consensus, and that you value diversity. I really hope that you'll think about using those six strategies to prepare you for your next interview. I really hope you will. Uh, learn from my, my mistakes. Uh, learn from them. I blew it and I shared what I learned through it. Don't dwell on your own missteps. Learn what you can. Let it go so you can prepare for the next. My mom loved to say, onward and upward. So in the words of Ruthetta, onward and upward. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.